You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employer's respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Hyatt Ziva Riviera Cancun at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also make you feel totally in control? Enter Conair Girlbomb. They're like your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results. Made just for us. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip to the professional-grade blades, say goodbye to settling for less. With Conair Girlbomb, you get the precision and power that used to only be exclusive to men's tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at Walgreens. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. So, uh, you know, we're talking about, I got tickets for you to see the weekend, by the way, but you also saw my Coachella last weekend and it'll be there for weekend two. But did you see, I know you said you missed it. Tanya, did you see the weekend? No, we came back Saturday morning for Passover. Oh, and how was that? It was actually really beautiful. What was the ceremony and meal? Um, so you do a Seder, and basically there are different things. You kind of like go through and read about what each thing symbolizes, and then you eat it all together. Um, yeah, it was really, really beautiful and fun. My friend Ben Silverman and his wife Jenny invited me to Passover at their house, but they were in Colorado, so I couldn't make it. But oh, I, yeah. I, I, I wanted to do it. And uh, and then, you know, just enjoy the observation of it and mm-hmm. also the camaraderie and the, the foods. And did you see that I got this great, beautiful chocolate Easter bunny? I did see that. And his head broke mm. on the way home. It happens. And, I mean, I was like so excited. The chocolate for you or was it for Flora? <laughs> well, it was for me, but... I was going to take it to Florida, but the head came off yeah, I saw in that. transit. And I, I, I said, please be careful with the head. I put it in the car. And the, and the, I mean, it's a, this is a scary Easter Bunny. Easter Bunnies are scary. They're like so that, scary. that in the middle of the night, like with not blinking, those eyes scared yeah. me. Yeah. And then, I, of course, I was grilling. Yeah. I, I don't know if you saw that over you the weekend. You had quite the weekend. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm, I'm, I'm getting into it. I'm trying to become a cook or a chef and open a restaurant one day. So all of it, my kiosk. Mm-hmm. Wow. First customer. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to do like a little tiny place, like DTLA. Anyway, now, Sisney, yeah. we were talking about this new Whole Foods or Amazon store. What is it, Whole Foods? It's Whole Foods. Well, owned by Amazon, so same thing. You right. can go in there with your Amazon app, or if you have the Whole Foods app, it's this little barcode thing that's on there as soon as you open the app, and you walk, you walk right in, you scan your phone, and then the little doors open, like as if you were going into a train station or like... Disneyland, I don't know. And that's it. You bag your own groceries into your cart or you can bring your own bag and you 
grab things off of the the shelves or you go to the butcher and they weigh you your meat or your fish, whatever you're going to get. And then you walk out. And then you walk out. And I did it for the first time the other day. It felt like I was stealing, but it's just, it's not. And I don't know how it works, whether it's face recognition or the thousands of cameras that they have in there, but it's all synced up. And did it save time? Must have. Yeah, it saved so much time, right? Because everything's already bagged. I didn't have to sit there and scan every item in to pay at the end. But it's a weird, like, I'm kind of, I think this is going to eliminate people touching a lot of things because I really thought about the product that I was going to grab off the shelf before I grabbed it because I didn't didn't want it to charge me. And then even though I put it back, like, what if it doesn't get that I put it back? And then, like, so I really thought about everything. And I was like, okay, once I grab, I'm like, here I go. But from what I hear, understand, and read is that, you can. It, it's, you can. It's so smart. It I, knows if you take it down. I was like worried back. about that, though. I just still don't trust it. I don't know how the meat works either because about they, fruit? Same thing. Everything is done by whatever that container is. So like, you know how they have the hot food section where you go and it used to be by weight? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's no longer like that. It's all based off of the, the boxes. So it's a small, medium, or large mm-hmm. box and you pay $9 for it. You could fill it up with as much as you want, basically. That's I what like they told it. me. I, I mean, I hope that that spreads because i like it it was nice but as i was leaving i kind of just had this panic look on me and they're like you're you're good just scan your barcode i was like okay bye and then i got my That's receipt it. like an hour later in the email and then so. you get your bill later and late right because you don't you, you don't, don't know, know. What you're, you almost don't know what you're paying for in the moment it all stacks up and you'll get a bill later right? it wasn't a lot though but yeah it does and you're just kind of like okay it just seemed strange like i wasn't ready for this technology but i guess we are now Congratulations to a lot of spring weddings. Congratulations to those of you who had to wait through COVID and you're getting married. And, like, odds are 50 50, it'll work out. So, hopefully, you're one of the 50. Jeez. <laughs> I just can't. You're not wrong, though. But it's also like, let them be happy. I'm not saying, I'm just like a realist here, right? I know, oh, I know. So, couples who do this right after they get married have a much higher risk of divorce. Can I guess? Yeah. Buy a house. No. Go to sleep. Go no. to sleep. <laughs> like they get married and they go straight to sleep instead of like. Oh, they don't have sex. Commencing their marriage. Oh, well, got it. Is that the okay. right word? Uh, commencing? Cementing? S- S-E-X? Consummating. Consummating. Yeah, Thank you. I was getting there. <laughs> well, whatever you decide to do is up to you at your <laughs> they wedding. don't okay. cement their marriage. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Here it is, guys. Have a baby. Most oh. couples wait until three years after their wedding to get pregnant. If you do it right away, odds are greater you'll get divorced. Interesting. What if you have a baby before you're married? Well, it's different, I guess. Well, you should talk to your religion and your parents. You know what? Ryan, you're one of the main reasons why we didn't have a baby right away, right when we got married. That's right. And we were why? going to. Why? Well, I would, we we got married and that first year we were like, let's just do it, right? We're 30, yeah. like it's, you know, let's, and we really, I got off birth control and I was going to start, we were going to try. And that same month is when conversations started happening about me potentially coming in and auditioning to be on this show. And so we, we pumped the brakes. We said, now's not the good time to have a kid because I don't want to like get this new job and then have to leave for however many months. So, so how many years into the marriage? Did four you... years. We waited four years. Oh, you're welcome. You're going to last forever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, indirectly, we are we are here for it. You you're will welcome. last forever. Yes. You're welcome. 
Wow, I have so much to thank you for. Yeah, and also, uh, I mean, I don't want to say you have to thank me, but you started the job and then you got a two-week vacation immediately the next okay, week, which was really amazing. <laughs> that vacation never... was already done before no. this. I literally requested those days off a year in advance because it was such a huge vacation that we were going to do at the British Virgin Islands, and oh. there was n- no way of c- canceling it. I just have never, ever, ever, <laughs> and I've worked at a lot of places, started and then they go you know what? take I, two weeks off dude it's been like 10 years you yeah, can't let I this can't go, let it go. I, I, I he can't. cannot I mean, let I, it I, go I, i'm just telling you like they don't treat everyone fairly here. that's all i'm saying <laughs> Whatever. today's quote never ignore truth for temporary happiness on air with ryan seacrest Disney, let's get to the headlines if you have a sec here Well, this is pretty cool. Los Angeles Dodger fans have been ranked as the number one most committed fan base in all of Major League Baseball by StubHub. Dodger Nation stretches across the globe, but the fans' commitment to their team ranks second to none. According to the data, Dodgers fans uh, purchase more tickets on StubHub than any other team. So go Dodgers. Kendra Scott has declared Mother's Day a paid holiday for all employees at her fashion accessories brand, citing the added pressures stemming from the pandemic. You know, she founded her namesake company, what, 20 years ago when her son was only three months old and says that she wanted to support women struggling to balance the demands of work and family life as schools restricted attendance or shut down entirely for public health reasons during the pandemic. Basically, any mother who works for her on Mother's Day will get paid time and a half or have the day off paid entirely. And days after taking the stage at Coachella, Anita has signed on to ring in L.A. Pride. Uh, Christopher Street West, the nonprofit in charge of official L.A. Pride events, has announced the full lineup for L.A. Pride in the park. The full lineup follows the previous announcement that Christina Aguilera will headline the one-day music festival. L.A. Pride in the park is going to take place on June 11th at L.A. State Historic Park. So that is going to be super exciting. On Air with Ryan Seacrest. We've got some overcast skies this morning, partly sunny later. Highs in the upper 60s, mid-70s inland. Could see some rain as we get to the end of the week here, just after 7 a.m. on the West Coast. And speaking of the West Coast, Disneyland, I guess the park closed for, what, 14 months? Then it reopened last April, but you could not hug the characters. You could not get autographs. You could not get cozy. And as a kid, I mean, I remember the first time I saw... Mickey Mouse so vividly and you feel like you know Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse and when they're together as a happy couple it just makes you it makes you melt even to this day as an adult I saw them recently Mm -hmm. at the Olani Resort we're taping the American Idol episode there and there they were hand in hand that relationship I have so many questions about them you know but they know how to make it work in Hollywood which is like how they do they know how to make work and they stay so young youthful too (laughs) Notice? <laughs> exactly. But breaking it down, sis, I mean, you've got um, almost a four-year-old, four-year-old there, four-year-olds. Four-year-old twins, yeah. yeah. So they've never hugged Mickey or Minnie? They never have, because when we brought them, they were babies. So they I, they have pictures with them, close, but then they've never, and at least they could, that they can remember, have hugged any of the characters over at Disneyland. So I'm excited for them to experience this, because... It's so one of my girlfriends took her niece a few days ago, I think like on Monday. It opened up this week, basically. And she videotaped her hugging Minnie for the first time. And it was like such a cute video to see like a two-year-old or a three-year-old going for the first time because they have not been able to to experience Disney like we have our entire lives. 
you know, now no masks. Now you can actually hug the characters. So the electrical parade as well. And the electrical parade is back this week. It starts on Friday. So everyone is like so excited for this because they added this really huge float at the end that's going to have all these different scenes from a lot of their their favorite movies that they haven't incorporated. Like Encanto's going to be on there, Raya, uh, The Jungle Book, Coco. Um, and that's going to be like 118 feet long of a float. This oh parade, the, the Main Street Electrical Parade, gets me emotional. All of them really do. But I don't know what it is. I think it's like the memories that flood back of being a kid and like waiting and like Seems finding like, your spot and squatting on it for like two hours, you know, and like I, I think as an adult also like life seems okay when you're at the park. You forget about everything it's else. It's magical. It, yeah. it really even as an adult, you know it's all make believe, but yeah. in some way you believe it when you're there, mm-hmm. even at our age. And I keep yeah. talking to my sister about Flora, my niece. When is the right time for her first trip to Disneyland? I mean, I want to take her several times and then, you know, when will she appreciate it the most first? What do you think? I think right now. Look, she might not remember it like in the long run, but she's going to remember it within these next few years. Like the kids still talk about, you know, going, we took them to Alani too, and they still talk about that. And so they, they have little memories right now. Who knows if they stick for their whole lives, but it's the experience that they're going to feel. And the magic of Disneyland at that age, when I was four, there was a traveling setup that came to the parking lot at Kmart and put up a Ferris wheel in the summer. (laughs) And it was like they were, you know, the Ferris was built out of like a truck and the roller coaster built out of a trailer of a truck. I know. A little rickety. A little rickety. Uh But still this day, I was like, oh, mom, let's go to Kmart so we can ride that. Those rides that aren't there normally that just show up in this caravan of vehicles. I forgot about those. Those were such fun little carnivals that would pop up. I'm fascinated with how rides can come out of a tractor trailer truck and work. Yeah. As a kid, it didn't cross my mind. But now as an adult, I'm like, uh uh-uh. Yeah, right, right. (laughs) I'm going to grab Ellie Lack, who's been holding on here for a couple of minutes here. Ellie in Santa Clarita. Good morning, Ellie. How are you? Hi. Good morning. Well, well, well. You know, in this city, you can pretty much do it all. You can get it all. You can see it all. You can do it all. And now I think you're calling from Gentle Barn in Santa Clarita. Is that what it is? Yes. And you are an animal rescue and sanctuary that offers cow hugging therapy, huh? Yes. We rescue severely abused and neglected animals. We heal them and give them sanctuary for the rest of their lives. And then when they're ready, we partner with them to heal people that are going through trauma as well. Wow. And how does that impact the people going through trauma? Well, you know, sometimes traditional talk therapy works where you can dissect your feelings and your experiences and learn from them. But other times when people are too angry, too shut down, or just in too much pain Mm -hmm. to really talk, um, they need an alternative. And so um, at The Gentle Barn, we offer an alternative where people, instead of coming to talk and think, they can just turn off their brains, they can close their eyes, they can lean against a 2,000-pound cow, sink their heartbeat up with theirs, sink their breathing up with theirs, and just be in the silence and the stillness and exhale. Be open, be vulnerable, and that's where real healing starts. It's amazing how animals can heal. Mm-hmm. You know, in pediatric hospitals, they have the, the pets, the dogs that go by, um, this, the cows. I also, it reminds me, I had uh, some goats and sheep mow my lawn because, you know, <laughs> you can put them in a, a, like a fenced area and they'll just, 
for two weeks, they'll eat your grass. So you don't have to use a lawnmower, <laughs> the hard to get spots. It's pretty fun. It's pretty cool. And they provided therapy for me. <laughs> How so. long do you have to spend with the cows to really get like a full, I guess, session? Well, a cow hug therapy session is for an hour. Um, but even five minutes with these gentle giants is transformative. Interesting. I bet. Do they smell? No, they smell good. They smell, they smell like baby powder. Really? Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Why? Because so do you feed them baby powder? No, why, why do they, they freshen them up? <laughs> no, it's just a natural aroma. You wouldn't think. But when no you way. hug them, they smell really good. Well, then what are we smelling when we drive up to north, like along the five, that's and you pass by all the that's cows? The, that's the, the manure. That's, that's fertilizer. Oh, uh, okay. So it's not the cows yeah. that smells. the well, fertilizer. the poop they use for fertilizer, which is very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, Ellie, that's just their poop because they don't clean it up. But yeah. cows Ellie, don't naturally thank, smell like that. Thank yeah. you so much. What a great thing! Yeah, Gentle Barn, Santa Clarita. Check them out if you want a little cow therapy. All right, and even if you're vegan, you can still cuddle with the cow. That's well, especially if you're vegan, I would imagine. All right, thank you, Ellie. Absolutely. Bye bye. Thank Thanks you. Bye bye. <laughs> I mean, animals do put you in a better space. Yeah, so for many sure. Times, right? So we're just talking about uh, Coachella's second weekend coming. A lot of people rolling out for that. I gave some tickets away for that. But now, what was the highlight for you, Tanya? Who did you? What did you love the most about the whole experience when you went for the first weekend? Just to get people fired up for the second weekend. You know what I missed is just kind of being around people and just like having music and having a drink in your hand and just kind of enjoying the moment. How about for you, Sisney? What was your highlight? For me, it was all the surprise guests, which always leaves me with what's going to happen in weekend two. And sometimes they go bigger. You yeah, know? So they do. This they last do. weekend, it's like you had Snoop Dogg that came out with yeah. Anita and you had Justin Bieber that came out. And so I wonder what's going to happen this weekend. Do they stack it or is it usually equal? Have- it's always the same lineup and the same set times and all that. So it's just a, it just depends on that artist and who they want to bring out as their surprise guests. Who did Harry Styles bring out? Shania Twain. Yeah. Shania Twain. Wow. Yeah, cool. mentioning that like he used to be in the car when he was a little boy driving with his right. mom, and that Shania's music is what really inspired him to become a singer. I love that. That's perfect. All right, eight hundred five two zero one two seven here. Uh, Melissa, go ahead. You're on with us. Hi. Um, so I have two young sons. They're about uh, eight and six, and one of them was getting picked on at school. And um, we handled it, but, and it's been better, but it's just, you know, amazing how angry you get when it's your kids. So um, anyway, it kind of reminded me when I was in high school and I, I really hate to admit this, but um, I treated a kid really poorly and we've been friends growing up and I decided for whatever reason, I didn't want that kid in my life anymore. So I ended up treating him like crap and I feel really terrible, terrible about it now. Um, and do you think it would be cool for me to call him so can I, I can apologize or would that just so you want to bring apologize up old to feelings? the kid that, from your school or from back in the day? Yeah, yeah to the yeah because I just it kind of opened my eyes when I saw this with my son and how upsetting it was that your, you know I treated you, is, this kid poorly. Where where did that come from? Why were you doing that? I don't know. I think I was just trying to fit into a, a group that I probably shouldn't have tried to fit into, you know, mm-hmm. and I was trying to be cool and 
it was a kid I grew up with. And so I was trying to act like the cool kid and ended up really not being cool at all. You know, yeah. so I, I hate um, to say it, but it is karma, right? That because you didn't. It is like the okay, universe but works that like doesn't, that. It doesn't make it like equal or right now, you know? So no, if she wants it. to reach out and apologize after all these years, is that the right answer? It's a no for me. It's a yes for me. I think you want to have to clear it, peace of mind, create better karma. No. And I and I think that better karma will then feed into your kid's karma. I, I really do. I think universe waits, it could wait for years for things. And this might be a way to help solve your kid's problem. Yeah, I just, it's not even about solving my kid's problem. It's just, I know I did something wrong and I would like to Good. make it right and apologize to and this, this as guy. As you should. You should have peace on earth with this guy and go for it. It's going to be well received, I guarantee you. I don't think it's going to be you. well received. Thank you. I hope so. Yeah, I just, I don't want it to bring up bad. This is why I'm torn because I don't want to re traumatize somebody, you know, but I also. You know, I, I, this is years like and apologize. years and years ago. It's not going to re traumatize. You're going to actually be the better person and it's going to be a new way to look at everything that happened. And I'm sure he's going to appreciate it. I think you do it. I don't know, Tanya, I don't know what you're ideas about not making yeah why are you a no tanya because i I think that you i'm sure whoever this i'm I'm thinking about it if you put yourself in that situation if the person that bullied you when you were younger if that person came to me to apologize i've already had to like make my amend like kind of do my own therapy to get through that trauma if that person called me i would just kind of be like i've already you know gotten myself past that like it's more selfish you're doing it for yourself than for me ouch i know this is why i don't have a really clear answer well i I think you do it create good karma be above the line good luck good luck thank you yeah i I also think like karma knows no time it just it could wait and it could be that's what's happening with her kids and so clear it up yeah i'm very very shocked to hear tanya say she wouldn't reach back i'm very shocked by it there's different ways to clear your karma. I just think if you reach back out to the person that you bullied when you were 10 years old, they're just gonna, they're not, you know, they don't want to hear from you. They've already kind of dealt with their trauma. I see both your points, though. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. So, you know, Coachella has always surprised as Justin Bieber popped out. Shania Twain actually jumped on with Harry Styles. And he brought her out because he said he used to listen to that when he was growing up. Coachella Weekend 2, coming. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. So, you know, we have this job, which is a full-time job, and the hours are the hours. And there's other things we have to do around the show. But, Tanya, what's your side hustle these days? 
Um, I do my podcast and I have my weekend show with EJ and I am, uh, you know, just living life. Okay. And Sisney, do you have a side hustle? Um, no, this job takes up my entire <laughs> life. Plus my kids. You this know, my wheels are always turning. I have all these ideas. Just nothing has been laid down yet. And then I saw this article in the New Yorker. And it really got my wheels turning even more because okay. this is actually maybe possible to do. So this is a job that you could take on in addition to this and maybe make some extra cash. Yeah, I think so. Okay, I'm, I'm down. So yeah. it's her. This is a woman named Taylor Humphrey. Um, she's a professional baby namer. Oh. Now I don't want to toot my own horn, but I feel like I'm very good at naming babies. Uh, you are. I'm biased are. though because I yeah, love my are, children's you, names. You, you do have good ones. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, no, she's good. Respect. So last year, this girl made, I don't know, $150,000, give or take. She named over 100 kids, and she charges anywhere from $1,000 all the way up to $10,000, depending on how involved she gets in your lives. What? $10,000? That's a lot? Well, that would be like her almost like becoming your doula. So if she, if you want the cheapest version, it'd probably be like a phone call or something like that. And then she gives you the name based off just one phone call or one or two conversations. And how much is that? 1500 bucks. Oh, oh and, and how's she finding the name? So she studies movie credits, which is what I did naming Aza, Maxon, and Savea. Um, anything from street signs, places that you visited. And this is, these are all types of strategies that I used when I was naming my kids. So, you know, if you were having a baby, Ryan... And I would take your the way you guys met or cities that you visited. Um, I need your parents' names. I need their middle names. I need your grandparents' names. And then I, you just pull f sounds and vowels and syllables. This is how I did it, at least. And so I feel like this could be a really interesting side hustle. And it's true. When uh, we got our puppy, my first thought was, let's talk to Sisney about finding a name for her. Okay. So, so you know what? Because I would essentially be starting out, you know, and this would be like a first time gig for me. I'm willing to do the first few maybe for free. So if anybody's listening right now and you're pregnant and you want me to name your child, happy to do so. I will not charge you, but I really just got to start somewhere. Yeah, it could be a segment here, by the way, and you would not charge. Either. Happy to do so. Yeah. Well, then you wouldn't be yeah, charging. Get, we'll get your feet wet. Yes, yeah, right? exactly. We'll, we'll test pilot it. You can test pilot. I'll need a few. And, and, and you're not obligated to keep the name either, right? If, if well, that's the thing. It. Of course, you don't have to. And being that you're not going to pay for it, I think it's a win-win. But yeah. I'm happy to do so. So I just was reading um, names like Genevieve and Theodore coming back. Yeah, but even that's that's like too common for me. I feel like I really like the idea of like a name that you like rarely have ever heard of. So, you know, my criteria, it's like it can't be in the first 1,000 names on the Social Security website. So. I don't want to brag, but you can also, you, you know, every app has a cool name. Flickr or like Butler or whatever. Like, <laughs> what? What apps are these? But you can't name your kid after an or, or Caviar. And, uh -huh. but, but there are some, some made-up words that are apps that could be, be Don't, like, go through the app store. There are some made-up words. They're not proper words. Sure. They're new words that they name the app. And they spell it differently. Right. Like Uber, right? Okay. But there's probably some names on there that you could hijack, lift. Always. And you can always take a little bit of one name and then the tail end of something else and put yeah. it together. I'm really I'm really big at combining 
whether it be like your middle name and your significant other's middle name and trying to see if we can form a name. Right. Like you could take, uh, you know, like Ryan Super Pumped, you know, or whatever. Um, Super Pumped. Super Pumped. Yeah. It's a show. (laughs) <laughs> Again, about Uber. Anyway, like my Uber? nephew, yeah, exactly. my nephew, I helped with his middle name, and it's a combination of my brother's middle name and his mom's middle name, which was hers was Lynn, and my brother's is Edward, and so we made Riley's middle name Elon. How cool is that? Yeah, it's cool. All right, Elon. I had never heard of any. Mm-hmm. Overcast this morning, a little cool as you're waking up, but Tanya's got a trending report. So you say we may know which album Taylor Swift is. Re-recording next, thanks to Drake. What's up? Okay, so I'm going to give you the Cliff Notes version of the Taylor-Drake history because they've been friends for a really long time. She mentioned Drake in a lyric from her song, I Forgot That You Existed. You know the lyric, In My Feelings More Than Drake? Yes, I do know that song. Isn't okay, that the one so, I danced to in his concert? Yeah. Yes. Um, and when Taylor was promoting her album Lover, she wore a jacket with all these pins on it of all of her favorite things. So it was like Friends, Game of Thrones. There was one of Drake on there. So fans were convinced that there was going to be a Drake collaboration coming out soon, but uh-huh. we never got one. Okay. Cut to a few days ago, Drake posted a carousel on his Instagram and there was a throwback picture of him and Taylor Swift in the carousel. So fans pieced together this photo was taken in 2016 because they compared it to um, her documentary, Miss Americana. And basically it was like the same look she had in one of the shots in that documentary. <laughs> same bangs. Yeah. <laughs> so it's from 2016, which means fans are convinced that we're going to get a from the vault in one of Taylor's re-recordings of her and Drake. So the question is, is it going to be on the album 1989 or is it going to be on the album Reputation? Reputation lines up with the timing more, but 1989 lines up with the Polaroid photos. TMZ is claiming that there is no like new collaboration between the two, but I don't believe it because of the way that they're wording it makes it seem like it's not a new song when clearly it was done a long time ago. Do you know what I mean? Most of it, yes. I do know what most of it means. <laughs> Um, but the the Swift sleuths always impress. They are on it and most often right. And also TMZ is most often right too. So you're going against Harvey on that. Well, yes. And I also think that it's going to be nice because the way they worded it. And I also don't yeah. think Drake's just doing that randomly. Like, I think that there is some. It was Easter very random that it was just in the end of that carousel. Like, what? From All from the carousel. I'm trying to get into the carousel myself. Before we get into your carousel, it's the fifth photo on drake's carousel and 1989 was taylor's fifth album so there's another clue right there do you do you like i forget about the carousel sometimes when i look at images that you can scroll through you don't you go through everybody's so you've seen my carousels i love the carousel you can't just post Mm -hmm. one photo now you need multiples i mean you guys (laughs) 1-800-520-1027 baby names coming in sissy's working on those and Mm -hmm. we'll get those out on the air if we get approved to be out on the air because some people like to keep them secret. But Reina Ocho, good morning. How are you, Reina? I'm good. How are you? It's awesome to be talking to you. <laughs> well, it's great to talk to you. I've been waiting. So here we are in Downey. Thank you for listening to us. How can we help you? Well, um, I wrote in about um, the Austin's Boudoir photo shoot. It was mentioned, I think, just me mentioned that um, her and a friend didn't want to do it or something because of um they didn't want like men or or to be uncomfortable and i looked into it because at first i did it or i wanted to do it for my husband's birthday that's in june 
And it was all about him. And I looked into it, and it's a woman photographer, and it's only her in the room. Okay. Uh, uh. And she makes you just so comfortable. And then I joined the Facebook group to see how other women, I was still so nervous, so nervous. And I didn't think I was going to do it. So I want to see what their experience was. And there are women there. And at first it like it to them as well, it was like a gift for somebody or they want to do it for, for their husband, but it's actually all for you. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a woman there and she's an amputee. And she says she felt so powerful and so like a woman. She didn't feel like a whole woman. And, and she does. You know, there's a woman who's facing a double mastectomy. Um, wow. There's a woman who's recovering from an eating disorder and she like finally loves her body. And then there's people who are just moms and in sweats and dirty dishes and spit up. And they just want to feel sexy again. And yeah, it, like, now I, I almost want to give my husband something else because this is ended up being for me. I want that feeling. Mm -hmm. And some of these women are like, when they're done, they want to do it again. It's like a euphoric feeling. It's like a so high. Like, that was Tanya that way. who's doing a provocative photo shoot to make a book, hardback book for her boyfriend. First of all, yes, it is me that's doing it. I'm not doing it for my boyfriend. Oh, I'm doing it. <laughs> my best friend Beck and I are doing it for ourselves because we feel like we want to get our mojo back. And we think it, that. Oh, God, yes. This is for it, it is. And I would I haven't even done it yet. And I'm like, can't wait. Like, I almost want to do it again. I haven't done it once. Well, I on Valentine's Day a couple years ago, my ex-girlfriend made oh. one of these very, very provocative books. And uh, I don't wow. I, still have it. I, I still have it because I can't. Well, like, and now what do you do? with Yeah, it? you do. I look at it every once in a while. Just what to, like, you do? Well, yeah, because, you know, but she's your ex now. Yeah, but I still have memories of, all, <laughs> of her. This is random. But I, I, had to keep, I, keep, to I, I keep it like in a secret place because it feels weird throwing it away. Maybe I give it back to her. I don't know. It kind of does. That would be, she, she, you know, she went through a lot of trouble. But I was going to make a little calendar, like, because you get your digitals. You don't just get the book. Mm -hmm. You yeah, can yeah, just yeah, buy yeah. the digital and do uh, what you want with them. Uh, well, I mean, I think we're all for it, right? If, now I'm thinking not? I should make it into a book. Well, just make it for yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's women I've seen, and they put the, the prints up by their bed, and they say when they wake up and see themselves like that, it gives them, like, a oomph for the day. I don't know. Like, hey, you, 60, you sexy bee. You know what I mean? Like, that's me up there. So are you, are you like, is it, is it going to be lingerie? Um, I have, well, it's four outfits. And it's um, 75 minutes, and I have a, a corset, I have lingerie, and then I have, my husband really likes that, I'm, that I work as an accountant. He thinks it's sexy. So I'm going to have one in my work clothes, kind of like unbuttoned, oh, with my glasses and my hair off. Oh, my God, I love it. And then yeah. I have uh, one more, because he's construction, so I'm going to wear one with just his T-shirt on. Like I'm going to show you, if, yeah, if, you, if, you Google, if you Google men's yeah. lingerie, you know, yeah, it's not good uh, options. Mm -mm. Yeah, but I mean, maybe like the red one would look good on me. Like, there's there's some really <laughs> interesting things. If that's your uh, vibe, look, yeah, whatever I mean, makes whatever makes you feel powerful. I, I right? didn't even realize that men had lingerie like yeah, that. But, I didn't yeah. either. Mm -hmm. This is revving me up though for my for my photo shoot. I'm excited. Oh All my right, gosh, well, just great. it's just a high, and I just I cannot wait. These women, like I said, I saw the one where she's an amputee and. I mean, she's beautiful. She's beautiful. These women are just all beautiful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but her picture came out so good. And I'm like, I can't wait. Let's go for it.
Tanya's going to do hers for she and Becca. We'll post it all online or Instagram, whatever, so you can see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, My tasteful ones. Go, I'm going to have for it. tasteful. Oh, yeah, mine too. Thanks for calling. Yeah, mine are going to be tasteful. Yeah, totally. You guys have a wonderful day. Thank you right, for you um, including me this yeah. morning. Right, bye. 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 So you're Because in the book I have, it's racy. Like, you wouldn't, no one should if see it. If I were your new girlfriend, I'd be pissed, mortified pissed. Well, it's not like I'm using it. I put it in a place. No, you just said I go back and I look at well, it. Well, I sometimes have to pull it out to move things around, but it's not like. <laughs> you need to get rid of it. Guys, guys it's, a, it's a memory. No, right? so no. Put it in the attic and never look at it again. Not in your nightstand. That's, you're gonna, you guys are going to get in a fight. Mark no, my words. No, no, no. That's so it interesting. Actually, uh, that it will actually inspire someone to do it, probably. No, it yeah, won't. very liberal. Very liberal. Everyone's very liberal. Right <laughs> All right. So, Sissy was telling me your nephew is at home alone. What's going on? Yeah. So, my whole side of the family, like my sister, my brother, their kids, and my parents, all went on a Disney cruise this week. So they're in. I think it's going through. Do you Cabo. know which boat they took? There's a beautiful I don't know the- boat. As a blue, yeah. is it blue? Uh, they're Navy all blue? the same color, but they're different names, like the Wonder, the Magic, oh, the whatever. Man. But it, it's out of it was out of San Diego. Okay. So my nephew, who's 18 years old, did not want to go. He was just like, "I'm good. I'm gonna stay at the house by myself." You know, right. when I was 18 and I stayed home alone from family vacations, I did bad things. So I and I obviously we didn't go either. So I've been like texting him all week, like, just, "Hey, just checking in. Like, how you doing? Like, I almost feel like." Should by? I do a drive-by? Like, mm, should I? No. That's <laughs> so insulting, right? I, I mean, just because you were that person, does he believe there's technology in the home? Like, now you can have Nest Cams and microphones oh, right. and cameras. Back when we were kids, I mean, no one knew anything unless there was a I drive-by. I don't think my brother has Nest Cams. He has a ring doorbell, but that's about it. And he's very, my brother's very chill with the race, the way he's raising his boys, and I feel like they have a really good trust, trusting relationship. So even if, you know, Riley said, like, I'm having a few friends over, like, I don't think it would be an issue with my brother. But I'm just kind of like, is he throwing ragers right now? And I That's because you were that person. (laughs) Now, we when my mom and dad would take their romantic anniversary trips growing up, she'd make us stay with this. uh, I don't want to say that, but she was in her 80s. Uh, Mrs. Oh, Briggs. Mrs. So Briggs. <laughs> yeah, Mrs. Briggs. Now, I was worried about Mrs. Briggs driving us to go get fried chicken sometimes, but it was really boring. And this it was like, like awkward. Movie. No, yeah. because it's awkward. Like, you're 17 and you can make conversation, but I, I struggled making conversation with Mrs. Briggs, whom I didn't know, who was just Aww. known around the neighborhood to like babysit kids when parents traveled for days at a time. That's so funny. And then we would put on talent shows for my parents' arrival when they would come back. <laughs> That's yeah. you know, cute. To do, oh, to I do love that. Right? How did you ever do a talent you? show? I did I them all the 22. time. My parents would make us do it when they had friends come over for dinner. They were like, oh, they I think make we were you the do entertainment. The show. Yes, right. we were like the entertainment after dinner. Like we would do. My brother would do magic. I would dance, and my sister would dance. And we would Wait, do. On that's a whole like so wholesome. <laughs> I when my dad was out of town, I would like steal the vodka out of the freezer and I replaced it with water. But and I didn't realize that water froze and vodka didn't. Whoa. Like I had no idea, and so I got caught big time. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's karma. It's eight hundred five two one one two seven. Okay, so let me get Jenny. Jenny's in commerce. Jenny, how you doing this morning? 
I'm doing well. How are you doing? We're doing okay. So your roommate's hiding her boyfriend? What? Yes. So my roommate is hiding her boyfriend. What does that mean? Not really hiding, but um, he pretty much moved in about three months ago without her really letting me know that he was going to be moving in. Oh, no. Yeah, he has his, like, own key and everything, and I don't know. It's just been so, it's been so uncomfortable. This is a major, bu- this happened to me in college, but I never said anything because we were about to graduate, but it was like the last four months of us finishing up school, essentially, and my roommate did this. She gave him a key, never talked to me about it. Well, I would come home from class. He'd be watching like surf videos in the living room, and I was just Did you, like, did you, you split the rent? We did split the rent and all that, but I knew that after May, we were mo- we were going our separate ways anyway, so I, did, I never said anything. I just lived with it because I was so busy with school and work anyways, but- it's a bummer. I think if you're going to continue to live with her, you have to say something now. Otherwise, you just build resentment. Yes. And it's not right. I mean, you can't expect to go and change the rules like that. It will fester. And the best thing to do is just be honest and transparent. Like, hey, roommate, this is not the deal. And this is mm-hmm. not what I signed up for. So you can't do this. Yeah. And I already have been feeling a little bit of that resentment because Every time I come home, he's playing video games yeah. and he's just right. in the living room yelling and stuff. So it's, it's, no, it's, no. it's all sprawled out. Nuh-uh. Walk around naked. <laughs> I mean, she doesn't want to do that either. No, she's, she's honest on me because if he actually like looks at you or flirted with you, he's out anyway. Yeah. Right? So just like you play that card mm-hmm. or just like make him so uncomfortable. So he goes into the room. But I mean, you got to you, you nip it in the bud now. Mm hmm. Yeah. All right. Thanks for calling. Good luck. How many roommates? Thank you. I had a total of six roommates at one point and one duplex. Six at roommates. one point, in a, it was a five-bedroom house, and there was six of us as well. I did eight. Oof. We called it the Ocho. Oh, I get it. All yeah. right. Well, that's a lot, and there's always a crisis, right? Because something's always going wrong with that many people. Oh, yeah. But, but this, you got to say, hey, hey, roommate, this is not what we signed up for. Not okay. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. That's going to do it for us today. 102.7 Kiss FM. Tomorrow, Bad Bunny tickets, Wango Tango tickets, a second date update, and Sissini has the Sis Hour. Sis FM. 211. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest.